0: Welcome to the the Million million Dollar dollar secrets Secrets Podcast. A weekly show designed to help speakers, coaches, and online entrepreneurs scale their business to seven figures and
1: beyond. And beyond. Through the help of some of the top experts from across the globe, if you're ready to conquer your biggest goals, let's welcome to the stage your host, Michael Tucker.
0: Alrighty, welcome everybody. Welcome, welcome back to another episode of Million Dollar Secrets. My name is Michael Tucker and I am your host. I am so excited because today we have somebody in the studio, the virtual studio, I should say, that I've actually been following for several years since I've kind of ventured into making money online. And this guy, I want to say, is the best of the best at what he knows. And this guy, listen, I've actually just been refreshing on his book that is a wall Street Journal best-selling book, by the way. And this guy, Dan Henry, some of you guys maybe know who he is. Some of you guys probably even follow him on YouTube, Instagram. I'm excited to have him on today. And he's going to be sharing some of his top secrets to making money online. And he's listen, if you don't know who this guy is, you need to know who he is. He's the co-founder of CloseDeals.com. He's made well over $30 million in sales from his own products, his own services that he's selling. He's even had a million dollar day. Listen, I've helped some of my own clients, by the way, make a million dollars in a day, and there's not many people that can do it. Not many people that can do it, make a million dollars in a day selling from stage. And that's even harder. So, Dan Henry, welcome, my friend, to the show. How's it going?
1: What's up, Michael? That was a great introduction.
0: <laughs> Thanks man. Love it. Love, well, I really do have a passion for um, you know what you teach and I do have a passion for really just the mission that you're on. So welcome to the show, my friend. I'm excited to have you on here. and like I told you off screen, I want today to be the most powerful episode that we've done today. So if you're cool with it, I want to just jump straight into the meat and potatoes of this conversation and really how to make money online and how to sell information. I know that actually, just so you guys know, Dan used to teach people and usually he would charge tens of thousands of dollars to actually teach what he's about to teach you guys on this conversation, but now he's giving it all away for free on YouTube. I've I've seen that recently and you guys can actually go check him out on YouTube. His content is phenomenal, but I want to kind of get into a conversation today to help you guys see how you can go from nothing to something. Nothing to something because Dan and I we have a story. I feel like that relates. And actually, Dan, I'm gonna let you tell a little brief about your story, but I'm gonna give you a little insight. This guy went from delivering pizzas, delivering pizzas, to now owning a multi-million dollar business. And if that doesn't give you any encouragement, I don't know what does. So, Dan, I've been talking a lot. Welcome to the show, my friend. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing fantastic, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to share. You know, I I retired as a coach and consultant to focus on uh growing a much bigger business uh and so you know i I kind of like the idea of taking the stuff i used to charge for and giving it away for free because there's a lot of people that you know don't have access to um a lot of money to to get this type of information and i'm not gonna let like let it just sit there so that's why i give it away for free but I think one of the, 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 the keys here to understanding being able to sell is to understand how powerful it is when you know how to sell. Um, and just to give you a little background on that, uh, a lot of people, I, I haven't actually told this story before, but a lot of people don't realize how I learned to sell at such a high level. Um, it was actually, uh, it, it really goes back to when I was a kid. Uh, you see i grew up in i didn't grow up in a happy home my parents fought a lot um they would throw things at each other <laughs> you know like even on my birthday i mean sometimes the cops got called they were there they were great people they just weren't great together right and so as a result i did i did have and i was an only child so i had a lot of trouble in school got bullied a lot um didn't really develop very good social skills um and i wanted to be pulled out of school uh because you know i, I just I had very little friends and, you know, because I had very little friends, I didn't really get invited to a lot of parties. I had a lot of time to read books and I learned a lot of cool things that I thought could help a lot of people, but because I had no social skills, no one would listen to me and, you know, I was just ignored. Um, And I really hate the feeling of being ignored. That's why I like when I go to conferences, I always take pictures. I always listen to people because I I know what it's like to be ignored Uh, and I know what that feels like and I don't want to make anybody feel that way. but it it got to a point where you know my father considered pulling me out of school and in my first close ever i convinced him to allow me to homeschool myself through this program it was called american school in lansing illinois and it was a self-education homeschool program and i completed high school all on my own no tutor my parents didn't even have to teach me i just read the books and took the tests well this solved the problem of getting bullied in school and all that uh but it perpetuated the problem of lacking social skills and as you know michael one of the top assets you must have in order to be a good salesperson is social skills <laughs> you know and i did not have those i was not born with this older tongue, so um you know i ended up uh, uh just not being very good at that and as you mentioned i delivered pizza for seven years Um, Until one fateful day, I answered an ad on Craigslist, and this ad was for a sales position, Uh, a traveling sales position and offered $50,000 per year, which was a lot back then, Uh, but it needed five years of sales experience. So I fibbed a little bit on the application because I was desperate to get out of that pizza job. I mean, who, who delivers pizza for seven years? It's almost a decade. Well, they I, I somehow, by the grace of whatever miracle, I pass the interview. I get flown up to New Jersey, and it turns out that the company that flew me up was the company, at least what they articulated to me, was where Billy Mays. Do you remember Billy Mays, the OxyClean yeah. guy?
0: Yeah, I remember you know? Billy Mays.
1: Wait, there's more. <laughs> That's where he got his start. And my sales manager was his sales manager when he was up and coming. Well, after about a few days, that same sales manager pulls me aside and he says, Hey, listen, you don't have any sales experience, do you? And I was like, no, I don't. And I I started gushing about my childhood and all that sounded like an idiot. Right. And he says, listen, we've already paid all this money to bring you up here. Like you're already here. I promise you one thing. If you read the words on this page people will buy and people will not only listen to you but they will buy from you if you can do that I'll forget about the fact that you don't have sales experience so the gig was to sell titanium cookware it was a cookware set and what they would do is they would go around to like Sam's Club Costco and we put on this show and we were essentially pitchmen you know just like the OxyClean guy so we go to this this trial this like we did a trial we went to this club he showed me how to set up the booth and and make it look pretty He gets on the loudspeaker on the sam's club loudspeaker and he says attention sam's club shoppers in five minutes on aisle 14 we'll be doing a free cooking show uh and you'll get a free gift if you stay till the end right so about 10 minutes later uh, about 20 people show up in front of this booth and i'm sweating i'm shaking i'm freaking out I'm, i'm regretting this decision he looks at me and he mouths he goes like this he mouths the words he goes he said, just read the words, but he like mouthed it. So I get up there, I turn my brain on and I literally say what I have been taught to say. And over the next 20 minutes, it was the first time in my life where people actually paid attention to me. Hmm. And not only did wow. they pay attention to me, but at the end they gave me money. They bought five sets for $500 each. When every other cookware set in that store was about a hundred bucks, they gave me 500 each. And my commission on that total sale was $250. I did that uh, a total of four times that day. I made a thousand dollars in a day talking, saying words. And that's when I realized that if you just know what words to say, and you know how to say them, you can literally make the world bend to your will. All right. That might sound a little villainous, but you know, you can at least make money. And so over the next uh, 10 years, I just ups- I, I became obsessed with learning sales, marketing, and uh, I, I, every time I made money, I reinvested it. I would routinely spend, 50- I just did it last week. I spent $50,000 on a one-on-one day with, with a master of the craft. I do this constantly. And I just got so good at it that I was able to continuously level up until eventually I began teaching it. We started a company called getclients.com, and I did seminars. I did online courses. I did speaking engagements. I did masterminds. And, um, we sold over $30 million worth of my own products and services. Uh, I trained my own sales team to sell. So I didn't have to, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then, um, you know, I, I mastered everything I needed to master to get to the level of wealth I needed to get to buy my mom a house, my dad a house, my ex-wife a house. Uh, I have a, this is my home in Costa Rica right now. I have two homes in Costa Rica, three homes in Florida. And so I, sh- I retired as a consultant to build um, my new venture, which is ClothesDeals.com, where we actually do the sales for you. We either build you a sales team or take over your existing sales team and manage them uh, and, and basically manage your sales team so you don't have to. So that that's where I'm at. And what I would love to do is share any possible thing I can about sales in this podcast to help you because I will tell you, the reason why I do it is, is, is somewhere there there's a kid who no one is listening to, who everyone ignores, and they grow up to be a suppressed adult. And that a suppressed adult likely has a lot of great things to share with the world, but they don't know what to say or how to say it. And I would like to teach them how to do that so that they can experience what I've experienced and change their life and their business. So. Ask me anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Love it, man. Love you. You're a very good storyteller. Did anybody else, if you're watch, listening or watching right now, you, you could tell this guy's good at his crap just through his storytelling. So let's, I've heard, I've been reading some of your books, I've been watching your videos for, you know, like I said, several years now. And there was, there's several stories I hear. And this one was one I've never actually heard before. So thanks for sharing that. There was one uh, specifically I wanted to point out. And actually I was watching, you know, YouTube video and it was about a time when you were, I believe you were selling for direct TV. I could be wrong, but you were at a trade show and it was just like, you had this thing click in your brain. So what I want to do was, in this story, by the way, just so everybody knows this, this guy, he went off, he went, ham on sales at this trade show i think you actually so like broke records at the trade show right yeah so i like, broke the southeast yeah. regional record this is this is my question for you because there's a lot of people right now and they're listening to this and they're like damn dude i'd love to be in sales but i'm just not a salesperson." and you just you pretty much just shattered all self-limiting beliefs just moments ago on what how you know you were at the same position they were but there's still a lot of people that are like man i'm just not good at sales so what are like some of the secrets, right? What are some of the things that maybe you've found over time? Because that guy, your coach at the time, he told you just read this script, but what are some of like, you would say the top three secrets to really getting good at sales, whether that's in person, online, that people here watching right now, which are entrepreneurs and business owners can use to ultimately increase their bottom line?
1: Yeah. So the first thing to realize is that you have absolutely no idea what you sell. Most people think they sell SEO services, agency services, courses, mastermind. That is not what you sell at all. And the fact that you think that's what you sell is the reason why you're not selling enough of it. What you actually sell is certainty. That's what you sell, and that's the only thing you sell. So, for instance, Michael, if I had two dice in my hand, a red dice and a green dice, and I said to you, we're going to play a game, you got to roll a seven to win. Now the red dice were a normal pair of dice. It's random whether or not you roll a seven. You could win 10,000, you could lose 10,000. You could win 20,000, you could lose 30,000, right? And I said, but the green dice, the green dice are magic dice, okay? The magic the magic green dice, every time you roll it, you win 70% of the time. You don't win every time, but you win 70% of the time. Which dice would you choose?
0: Yeah, so most people would probably go the safe route, right?
1: The green dice right right and why is that it's because you win more times than you lose correct right certainty okay certainty so what happens if i say well the red dice are free but the green dice are thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars which would you choose now
0: that's a good question (laughs) that's a good question i probably would choose a free one most people would choose free i think i would too
1: I don't think that's one of the first times I've heard that, because if you think about it, m- most people always say the green dice, because if you win 70% of the time, and every time you're playing for $10,000 and it only costs $10,000 to get a magic pair of dice that wins 70% of time, math tells you that it would it's be worth it would be worth the investment to roll. Uh, or to buy the green dice, even though they cost money because gotcha. you're going to I misunderstood
0: what you were saying there, but I got what you're I, catching where you're going. Yeah, now, so instead,
1: instead, instead of, instead of taking the free red dice, that's random, right. you, you, you spend money on the green dice that ensures that you're certain that you're going to win more times than you lose. You get what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm tracking.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, so why, why is that? Why does that fact exist? It's because it proves a very simple principle. Human beings value certainty. They put massive value on certainty. It's what makes them sleep at night. If you show up to a a, a, a helicopter, a helicopter, like you're going to take a helicopter ride somewhere, right? And there's two helicopters. One helicopter is brand new with a professional pilot. Looks great. The other helicopter is old rust bucket. The pilot gets out. He's got a bottle of Jack Daniels hanging off of his waistband. He's stumbling. Which one, which, which helicopter would you choose? You would choose the nice new one, right? right. But what if the nice new one was four times the price of the cheap one. You'd still likely choose the new one, right? Why? (laughs) Because you want to get where you want to go without dying. Yeah, You You are paying more for the same thing because you are more certain that you will get where you need to go. And so what you have to realize is that when you are selling something, you are not selling a service or a product, you are selling certainty and as soon as you realize you are selling certainty you begin to speak differently you begin to talk differently in fact some th- some things sometimes i say something like i'll say listen i don't want you to buy this today if you're buying this many modules this many videos i want you to buy this today only if you realize that working with us will get you more results than working without us and if you truly believe that and you are certain that that is the case that is how you decide to make your investment if you are buying uh, twelve modules? This then I don't want you to buy. Please, these there's not. It's not a fit. That's now we don't want to work that. We want to work with people who are buying because they are certain that they're going to get the result a lot quicker, faster, or more frequently by working with us. When I do that, it shifts. It, it completely shifts the belief. And what I what I try to teach people is not to sell their product, but to sell the certainty that their customer will get what they want because they don't actually want your product. They want what your product gets them. They don't want your weight loss course. They want to lose weight. They don't want your make money course. They want to make more money. Right. And even furthermore, why do they want to make more money? Well, I want to make more money because I want a bigger house. Well, why do you want a bigger house? Well, because my wife has been complaining to me for five years that we need a bigger house. And all I've been doing is working and blah, blah, blah. And it really boils down to that person doesn't want their wife to leave. They don't want a course. They don't want their wife to leave. These are the things you got to find out. And so to understand, how to sell with certainty, you gotta understand that there's four reasons why somebody doesn't buy from you. And they're really all the same reason, but they come in four different forms. Either they don't, they're not certain about your company. They're not certain about you. They're not certain about your product or the most important one, the one that most people forget is they're not certain about their ability to use your product. And when you can make them certain on all four of those levels, that is where you will make the sale. Most people think sales is about saying this when they say that. And that's just absolutely not true. It's about making them certain on all, all four levels in whatever form that comes. Does that does that make sense?
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Going back just to refresh, sell the outcome, not the pieces. Right? Is that like the the first the first point you were giving?
1: It, it, it is, but it's more it's more not sell the outcome instead of the of the of the of the, 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 the road or the vehicle. It, but it's focus on the outcome. Mm. For instance. Top uh, lending salespeople, top uh, mortgage salespeople, they never talk about the mortgage, they talk about the home. No one wants a mortgage, they want a home. They want, you know, the same thing with realtors, right? A good realtor is not gonna be like, this is 3,000 square feet, this is the X, Y, Z. They're gonna say, this is a beautiful area uh, where you can ha- have um, a Christmas dinner. Do you like to host? Oh yes, I like to host. Well, well, what makes uh, what, what makes hosting a party uh, so amazing to you well uh you know i like to invite my uh, uh uh mother-in-law over and she brings her kids and then my kids get to play with it, their kids and then we blah 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 blah, blah, blah. well oh wow well, what, what makes that so special to you well because when i was a kid my parents never did that and da, 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 and i don't want that to happen to my kids and the next thing you know you're talking about their childhood and why they want this home and the things that really matter to them and not how many square feet it is that is how you sell things, not by talking about the features. Benefits sell. Features tell.
0: Mm, powerful, powerful man. So here's my question: You went on this journey to learn all this information. You, and, and I'm, I'm pretty sure you got majority of this knowledge of selling from probably experience, right? You just making mistakes learning but where who would you like attribute a lot of this stuff you learned was this like a certain guy you just followed was this just a accumulation of stuff i'm just curious because there's a lot of people right here they're like man i want to learn more about sales i want to become like dan and all these other coaches and just entrepreneurs who are making money through sales but where did you where do you attribute all the information that you learned about this from
1: uh getting old uh, <laughs> uh, I learned uh, a lot from my sales manager who w- was the Billy Mays sales manager and you, you can't find, I don't even think he's still alive. Cause he was old back then. He's, he's probably dead now. Um, uh, you, I learned from guys like Kevin nation, Sam ovens, Myron golden, um, uh, I've ha- I have friends that I learned a lot from like Ryan Stuman, um, you know, uh, uh, learned some from Russell Brunson. I've read every sales book you could think of. Um, I've ex- a lot of experimentation, uh, studying a lot of people that sell constantly. Go- like for instance, I just paid uh, 50 grand to Pete Vargas to do a one-on-one day with his team to talk about um, how to craft like a 45-minute talk. And I've I've I invested... 50,000 uh, 50, with Myron Golden to learn how to do a talk the last two days, both, both, like, great I,
0: both great people,
1: both great people. You know, I, I've joined ovens mastermind Brunson's mastermind, I have relentlessly spent money. And that, that's the thing is that see most people and I'm just gonna say this, they're absolutely terrified to invest in themselves, they cannot wrap their head around the idea of spending 20, 50 grand to talk to someone for a few hours. And that sometimes they can't even, you know, wrap their head around spending a thousand or five or ten thousand to do so, and that's just, you know, it shows. You know, like, think of all the things you spend ten thousand dollars on—a car, or if you add up, like, I mean, my God, if you've been smoking for twenty years and you add up all those packs of cigarettes. I mean, there's so many things you'll spend all this money on, but you won't spend it on the thing that can liberate you and allow you to buy anything you want. And it's because, and can I tell you why this is? Let's, let's hear it. It's because um, we grow up in the American education system. And the American education system school was designed to prevent you from being wealthy. Did you know that?
0: We can, we can obviously, we can see it,
1: right? We no, can no, 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 no. It's not something that, it's not an opinion. Mm-hmm. It is fact john d rockefeller founded and funded the general board of education and when doing so he said quote i am not in the business of creating a nation of thinkers were uh, thinkers um artists or or leaders i'm in the business of creating a nation of workers mm. workers do not build wealth school at least american education is designed to teach you how to be a worker, not designed to teach you how to build wealth. So you grow up your whole life in a system that is designed to keep you poor. And then you go out into the world and you think, well, wait a minute. Um, this situation, that situation, here's a situation where I can invest. You're programmed not to think those things are the right choice. You are programmed to be scared to do those things and thus you don't do them, and thus you stay poor. So that's just like a little, you know, side note. No, no, I that.
0: agree. I mean, there's so many, so you're you're attributing a lot of your success in sales to investing in yourself, not being afraid to invest in yourself. And like the Readlessly. ROI on Readlessly. you investing in yourself is probably in, infinite, right? I mean, you yeah,
1: can- Yeah, well, I'll give you a perfect example, right? Um, I did okay selling from stage just from reading books. But I had an event coming up and um, I I didn't I wasn't an expert, so I gave Myron I think it was like 50 grand and he showed me some cool stuff on Song from Stage. I went out and I had 158 people in the room. I used a few of the tweaks that he mentioned, um, and I I did a million twenty thousand in a day off 158 people. Now you could you could think of this situation in two different ways. You could think, well, uh, Dan, you spent 50 grand just to talk to someone for a little bit. That's insane. Okay. And that's how a poor person thinks. Or you could say, Dan, you figured out a way to turn 50,000 into one million twenty thousand, And that's the way a rich person thinks. So mm. it's all about your perspective and the lens in which you see the world.
0: Man, I love it. Love it. So here's the question I have. And a lot of people pose to me. They're like, Michael. Is there a difference? And this is maybe a question you can answer. Is there a difference between selling online and selling in person? Is there certain techniques you could you should implement? Like I think I know the answer, but I want you to answer it and just kinda hear your thoughts. It's like, what's the difference between selling online and selling on stage in person? Because there's a lot of people right now that are watching this and they're like, I'm introverts, or maybe there's some that are like, Hey, I just want to learn how to sell from my house, right? From my home. So like yeah. what's your your thoughts i'm not
1: interested in giving to advice to people who have self-imposed limitations like i'm an introvert okay i mean i could say uh, i'm xyz it's just you're just finding reasons to not be successful sam ovens has made eight figures like 20 million dollars or whatever and he's the ultimate introvert like so you're an introvert so what here here let me find a cookie to give to you okay like who cares right just do it anyway you know, I mean, look, we're trying to make millions here. I don't want to hear your excuses about being an introvert, you know, like, let's get past that and let's get to work. That's, that's the way I view it, you know. Um, but that said, um, is there a difference between selling online or selling in person or whatever? I don't think there is a difference to selling online in person or selling yourself as a potential dating partner. It's all the same. All you're doing is increasing someone's level of certainty to the point in which they will invest, whether that's their money, their time, or their intimacy, that's all you're doing. So to give you an example, right, um, all the tactics and the techniques that I've used to sell, I've used multiple times in multiple formats, War, uh, 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 stage, email, ads, webinars, video sales letters, in person. Um, and and here, here's how to view that, right? Imagine there's a songwriter who writes a hit song, and when the hit song comes out, it's using an electric guitar, it's using drums, et cetera, et cetera. Well, that hit song can also be played on a piano. It can also be played on an acoustic guitar in an unplugged situation. How many times did you see Nirvana do like an unplugged a concert and other famous bands so the truth is the song itself is good but the medium in which you play the song can be different but the song is still the song sometimes you put distortion on the song, song. sometimes you do it on a piano sometimes you do it on acoustic guitar sometimes you do it a cappella. but the truth is it's the same song it's just presented in a through a different instrument that instrument could be a webinar it could be a vsl it could be a um from stage it could be long it could be short that is how you have to think about it. So when you develop your core, when you develop your core sales pitch, it can permeate any form. And when you think of it that way, you get out of the weeds of being an internet marketer and out of the weeds of tactics, and you learn something that is far more powerful than tactics. And that is strategy. And if you've ever, if you've ever read Sun Tzu, The Art of War, you'll know that to be true.
0: Love it. Thanks for the clarification there. And guys, I hope you're enjoying this conversation because this is just real raw and literally Dan, thank you for just being real and just kind of out there with people. Cause there's a lot of people that sugarcoat stuff. And I love that. You're not, you're just kind of throwing it out yeah, there. and giving your name. thoughts. That's, <laughs> that's where you learn the best is when you get real and vulnerable here. So thank you guys. I
1: Well, I want to make millions. I want to, I want to sell, but I'm this, I'm that. Well, why are you here? Why are you even in the room? Why are you in the conversation? like you're trying to do something here but you're making excuses people make that are here unless you're willing to come to here and get to work then just get out of the conversation get out of the room nobody has time for you like maybe somebody who's who's gonna pander to your excuses but no one can help you 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 can one thing i learned from grant cardone i just spent two days with grant cardone he invited uh 50 i don't know if you heard about this but he invited 50 of the world's best online entrepreneurs into one room he spent a million dollars on the event he fed us He gave us alcohol he took us on his seven million dollar helicopter took us on a 150 million dollar yacht didn't charge us a dime he just wanted to collaborate and learn from us and I was one of those entrepreneurs which I was very humbled and to, to to get that invite Pete Vargas actually gave me that invite uh and one of the things that he said that I thought was just you know amazing Uh, well he said a lot of things that are amazing like you know whatever the universe gives you lean in but one of the things he said which i just forgot (laughs) because we were talking about something then i moved to that what was the question you had let me remember we
0: were sorry we were talking about limitations and you were talking about rising up to you know a lot of people are thinking down here but they need to rise up and so that was kind of where we were going and we were talking about being real and vulnerable
1: man i forgot the, the example i was gonna give but he basically said, like, whatever the universe gives you, you lean into it, right? Whatever right. the universe gives you, like he had he had a, um, a, a hurricane happen. They had to evacuate his sales office. So he literally grabs a video camera uh, video guy and he like puts a raincoat over his head. And he's like, there's a hurricane coming. We're doing a hurricane sale. There's, you know, 50 percent <laughs> off all these books. Get them before they they drown or whatever. And, and it's just you got to you got to use what the universe gives you and. You know, you can make look. You can have excuses, or you can have money, but you can't have both. Mm, wow,
0: that's so true. <laughs> that's so true. Yeah. Say that when we're talking.
1: Cut the excuses, man. Like, like, what what are we doing here? You know, you're you're gonna die inside of eighty years. Stop making excuses and get to work.
0: Love it. So like. I hear the passion coming out when you're talking about this. Is this like is that something you live by every day? Like what are some of the core things because obviously you've made a lot of money, right? You made a lot of money. People would say, "Dan, he's reached the top." Right? He's reached the American dream. He's there. What Absolutely. drives you? What 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 drives you, man? And like what are some of the core values you live by? I'm just curious. Because I can hear uh, this passion values, coming out of you.
1: Yeah, so the core values I live by is, you know, to me, when you when you know how to do something and you know how to do it well, and especially when you have the ability to teach it or how or or do it for so or whatever, it, it's kind of like your duty to do so. You know, like I'll give you an I'll give you a perfect example. I was going to retire. I had all the money that I needed. I had I have investments. I was going to retire. I, I didn't want to coach anymore. I didn't. And one of, I'll be honest with you, one of the reasons I didn't want to teach anymore is because when when somebody pays you money. To teach them how to do something and then they don't do their part you kind of have to be nice to them and be and and like do this whole customer service thing though i was always never like that i was very direct i would tell if you weren't coachable i'd be like listen you are not coachable you are making excuses i cannot do this for you i can't i can't stick my hand up your ass into your mouth and work your face like a puppet and make you do what i'm telling you to do you have to meet me halfway and you know um when, when you give stuff away for free you can just bow out if if <laughs> if people aren't listening so I do enjoy my retirement from coaching but I was going to retire fully and then I I had a call a catch-up call with Alex Harmozy and we talked for like two hours we talked about life dating all this stuff and um he's like so what do you got what do you got going on and I said nothing I'm out I'm done I'm whatever right and he's like man he's like you really don't want to do anything you know and I was like no and then he's like he, we talked and he basically said well why don't you uh like you taught people how to sell right you build the sales why, why don't you just do that for people like why don't you just take what you're doing and instead of teaching it why don't you build a team that will do it for people that will sell so you know i have 1200 people that bought a ten thousand dollar program that taught them how to sell their their products and services for a high ticket price that's 12 million dollars i made from that one program All those people, they need sales reps because when you, at a certain point, you need to get off the phone. You need to take care of your children. You need to go on vacation. You can't do that if you are the one on the phone all day selling your product. So you need a salesperson, and then eventually a sales team to scale. And most people, they don't know how to, they barely know how to sell, let alone how to find and train, let alone how to manage. And that's the key is, is management. You can find a great closer, but if you don't manage them, and you don't constantly motivate them, like most people don't know what goes behind that. Daily huddles, uh, objection drills, filling out end of day reports. Um, you should have seen in Grant Cardone's office, they came out at the beginning of the day and it, and it was like it was like Wolf of Wall Street. The different departments would be like, from the Cardone Capital Department, we did $534 in investments today. And they're like, and then they're like, and from the Education Department, we did 135 a day, oh, and it's just a spectacle, right? And it keeps people motivated. Most people don't, all, almost all people don't do that, and they think it's stupid or it's unnecessary. But it's like, when do you see a winning football team that wins the freaking Super Bowl not have a cut? Co- like, when do they not have a, a a halftime talk with their team? When do they not motivate their team? And these are professional football players many with multiple rings when do they not motivate them you don't think you need to motivate your sales team or you don't know how or you don't want to or you don't have time and so what what he said was why don't you do that for these same people that you taught how to sell why don't you help them build their sales team and management so that's you know and i like the idea for two reasons one because i didn't have to actually do anything i could build a team to, to do it and number two i could do the one thing that i love doing and that's releasing content talking speaking doing youtube videos and giving what i know away for free and so to me it's my legacy like whatever i you buy from me don't buy from me it's not going to change my life i'm going to i'm going to wake up in the same house i'm going to drive the same cars i'm going to the same vacation whether or not you or anybody or whatever buy from me it doesn't change my life but it could change theirs but what won't change is the fact that if i give a lot of my information away for free right um, and it's not just that I give that information away free, hope people hope that people take it, use it, and then hire us to take over their sales team. It's not just that. It's when I die, I know that I will have done something. I will have left my mark on the world where I'm worm food. People will say, wow, that Dan Henry guy really helped me. Wow, he, he did this, he did that. So for me, it's, it's really about passing on knowledge because at the end of the day, past eating, uh, sleeping, and pooping, what does, an, what does a human really do past their cycle of life? They pass on knowledge. And without passing on knowledge, you know, knowledge dies. So that's why I do it.
0: Man, every time you speak, bro, there's just so much like gold nuggets that come out. Cause I actually was gonna get into asking you a little bit how you went. Cause you, you mentioned earlier about how you trained your own sales team. So I actually was gonna go into asking some questions about that, but you hit the nail on the head. And I, I feel like you gave a lot of just insight into what other people maybe should reevaluate in their life because there's a lot of people that are doing this for the wrong reasons. They're trying to build a business, they're trying to get into um, entrepreneurship, maybe for the wrong reasons. But we ultimately, you need to find
1: out I why think you're doing. I that's fantastic. It. I think that's fantastic to do it for the wrong reason because then I get to kick your ass. You know, <laughs> I don't want. Why do I want people to? to no, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> no, you're cool. So. So I I really want to dive into this conversation. You know, I don't want to take all the time in the world, but I I want I really find it very unique that you have really, really, I guess, built a name in sales because it's very hard to get good at sales. I think it's a lot of people give up too soon in sales, we should say. I don't know. Maybe you would say something different, but I feel like a lot of people don't don't take the time and experience um, to invest in themselves. So my, my question is, when it comes to building a sales team, you just talk about motivating people, right? But there's mm-hmm. a lot of people in here, maybe they're at a point to where they need to hire a sales team, and it, they're, maybe they're afraid of letting go. I don't know what they're dealing with. But what are some keys, some gold nuggets you would give to people that maybe are willing to and are about to hire their own sales team? What are some advice you would give to them to building that out efficiently?
1: Well, that is a very, very large question. Uh, there's so much to cover there. I'm actually right now writing, I just finished a, I'm writing uh, three books and they're, they're actually little booklets. Like, I don't know if you've ever read this book, uh, It Works, the, the famous little red book that makes your dreams come true. It's kind of a cool, cool book, but it's just a little pocket guide, right? So I'm writing three pocket guides because in order to make a um, uh, create a multi-million dollar company that runs without you, you need three things. You need to learn how to sell. You need to learn how to find and train someone to sell for you. And you need to learn how to manage that person or those people to keep selling for you. So you don't have to, and scale your company. Those are the three things you, you need to learn. And I'm writing a book, a pocket guide on each one. I just finished the first one, how to sell. And so, um, when it comes to management, there's, there's a lot of like points in there, right? There's, there's KPIs. There's things like, you know, how many calls did you take? How many offers did you make? How many people showed up? What are the standard metrics? What do you do to fix each one of these points? So there's a lot of like technical stuff in there, um, which I'm going to put in, in, the, in those guides. But one thing that I think is important to mention is knowing when it's your fault and when it's your closer's fault right many times you'll have a closer who's actually pretty good and this is where the management comes in right they'll be pretty good but because they're not closing the deal you will think that they have a problem and you'll try to solve a problem that doesn't exist when in reality it could be a problem with your marketing it could be a problem with um, your your nurture process once someone becomes a lead in between that and when they get on the phone it could be uh, you know a variety of things and if you if you make your cl- if you if you demotivate your closer because you don't understand the actual reason why you now are going to make the situation worse because number one you're not fixing the problem that actually needs to be solved and you are um, you're, you're making the closer you're putting the closer in a poor frame of mind right now i'm not saying that the closer never has an issue but this is just one example right and if you know how to look at your kpis and you know how to look at the metrics and you know how to run the equations you can tell right away if it's a problem with the closer or if it's a problem with something else that happens outside of the closer's scope um, and in those pocket guides i'll be showing those equations and in in those and in those uh uh, uh KPIs to be able to calculate what situation to do what, um, you know, but, but a lot of times with closers, it is a matter of, of motivation. It is, I mean, how many times have you seen a football team? Uh, like, like, look at Tom Brady, you know, how many times have you seen a team down and then they do a motivational speech at halftime and they come back out and they kick ass, you know, but how do you do that? How do you motivate them? How, how, how do you, so you get inside their head and, you know, motivate them to crush sales for the day. Look, it's a lot to be a founder. It's a lot to create a great product that people love. Then it's a lot to market it and build a brand and relate to people. Now you got to learn how to sell and you got to learn how to manage and hire, and you got to learn how to motivate, blah, blah, blah. It's a lot, man. And the more time you spend doing that, the less time you spend being a founder and growing your business. And so, um, what I would say is, you know, and i'm not trying to make a pitch here for my own stuff but one thing i learned right is that good entrepreneur like great entrepreneurs do not know how to do cool things they know how to find and leverage people that know how to do cool things um for instance i suck at operations i absolutely am atrocious i'm great at selling i'm great at teaching i'm great at training i suck at operations and for years, I struggled to learn, I read I read, I read uh, um, Rocket Fuel, I read all, all those books, right, still sucked. And the truth is, that's just not a natural strength of mine. So when I started ClosedDeals.com, I started with my partner, Phil Bullhole, and who I'm CRO, which is Chief Revenue Officer, he's COO, Chief Operations Officer. Once I handed the, the the operations reins over to him, everything ran smoothly. I don't even know what he does. I do not <laughs> care. I don't give a shite what he does. He just gets things done and I am left to do to 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 stay in my zone of genius and to make great marketing. I mean, I, I, the YouTube videos I've been putting out are better than any YouTube videos I've ever done. We're at 40x return on ad spend with our Facebook ads right now, not because I and better at Facebook ads or whatever than I used to be. It's just because I have more time to actually focus on making them great and thinking of cool stuff and then doing cool stuff. Right. And then having the team implement it. And the thing is, is that if you, if you like stay within your zone of genius, you partner with someone to, to do that, then you're going to grow. But sadly, like for instance, if you hire a corporate sales manager, you're going to pay $250,000, 200 to $250,000 a year. That's like 16 grand a month. Okay. And then you're going to have to give them overrides, right? You're going to have to give them overrides on the sales. So it's going to be very, very expensive. So that's why we created our, our product. We charge a fraction of that and we don't take a percentage of sales. We charge a flat rate. So it gives people who are smaller an opportunity to have a sales team that can grow their business without having to pay or have the infrastructure that a professional sales team would normally.
0: Cost. Did you did you say you only charge a flat fee? That's very interesting. Yep, I,
1: we do not charge a percentage huh. of sales.
0: I've never I've never heard of that. By the way, people and I'm, I'm in this industry of coaching. I've never heard of a sales team coming in for a flat fee. So that's pretty interesting. Well, well maybe maybe I, there are. But
1: I want to build this to a hundred million dollar company, and if I and I I consider myself a one percent person, a one percent entrepreneur, and if you want to be a one percent entrepreneur, then you cannot do what ninety nine percent of people mm, are doing. If you powerful. want to be one percent. Love so, it. You know. Did no, you know you only have to make forty two thousand dollars a month to be in the one percent? Forty two thousand. Yep. And you are in the one percent. And if you want to be in the point oh one percent, then it goes up from there. But, dude, if you have a ten thousand dollar product, and we help you sell four or five of them a month, call it six for expenses, you are now in the one percent. Right. That's you crazy, are in man. the one percent. You are a one percenter. And the thing is, you know. You, Look, 99% of people want to tax the 1%. Only 1% of people want to become the 1%. And you, you cannot you, you, you cannot uh, achieve what you are offended by. So um, uh, uh, that, that's another thing that Grant Cardone taught us at that thing. He said, you always resent what will get you to the next level, right? So if you resent um, handing the reins over and letting someone else handle your sales, that's what's going to get you to the next level. If you resent putting yourself out there and building a personal brand, that's when it, what's going to get you to the next level. If you resent raising your prices because you think you shouldn't for whatever dumb reason, that's going to get you to the next level. You all, what, what, what will get you to the next level is usually what you currently resent.
0: So the question is, what are we resenting right now that's stop, stopping us, you know, that we're limiting ourselves with right so what what's stopping you right myself, now you
1: know you, it's a, that that's a personal question
0: right personal question well i i have a few things here you've already told people closeddeals.com right that's that's the site right now they can go to but you mentioned these pocket guides where yeah. can people go to get those i'm just curious i'm going to probably pick up a few myself so where can people go to get those pocket guides just to learn a little bit more about sales
1: so it's going to be closeddeals.com books that's slash books. All of our pocket guides will be listed there. Um, it, it takes me about a week to write one. I just wrote the first one. I'm writing one on, on how to sell, how to hire and train, how to manage, how to overcome objections. Um, I'm writing a, a marketing pocket guide. It's because I have time to now, right? So over the next several weeks, I'll be writing more and more of those pocket guides, um, by the time this podcast is released, you should be able to buy the sales one. And I'm not, you know, I don't know. I'll charge 20, 30 bucks for it. Maybe less. I don't know. But whatever. If it's not worth 20 or 30 bucks to you, then you shouldn't be in this game anyway. Um, but uh, uh, I'll, it'll they'll all be at, at closeddeals.com slash books. But if you are still waiting for those guides or you just don't have said 20 or 30 bucks, uh, you can go on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Dan Henry, where I currently upload uh, I upload tons of videos of tactics from my $10,000 sales and marketing program uh, called, uh, I, we call it Digital Millionaire Coaching, but uh, we, we upload that to YouTube. Um, I also do 60 second tutorials on my Instagram at Dan Henry. So there's just content, 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 content for free everywhere. And my hope is that you'll take that content you will use it you will get to a position where you do need a sales team and then you'll have us take over or if you don't that's fine too just tell people um about about it uh, our community is called closed nation so if you want to be a valued member of closed nation just spread the word um, but that would be you know again i 90 value i want to give 90 percent value before i ask for a
0: dime got it i love it man and you've given plenty of value here today and i'm sure our guests or our audience will will say the same thing. So here's one last question. I I, want to get out of your hair here. I know you're a busy guy. You're living it up in Costa Rica. So (laughs) one last question for you, man. Where do you see Dan Henry? Like when you look 10, I just like asking this question to people that are in the 1% or probably zero one percent, right? The point zero one percent Where do you see Dan Henry in like 10 to 15 years from now? What does that life look like for you, man?
1: I'm just curious. That's a great question. Um, here's the thing. I don't care. You know, I don't care because you today is going to be a completely different human being than you five years from now, let alone 10 years from now. So whatever BS I can come up with in my head about where I want to be, I highly doubt that that is going to be within the same alignment as whoever I will be in five years. I will learn new things. I will see new opportunities. So I don't really try to, and maybe this is because I'm from Florida and we just live our lives kind of moment by moment. (laughs) But um you're talking to a floridian uh i just man i just go with the flow man whatever happens happens um i have general ideas like i would love to be able to teach my son jujitsu uh and as well if he's interested entrepreneurship i would love to you know i'm divorced uh and that was the most devastating thing that's ever happened in my life i'd love to be with a good woman um and and have have that intimate relationship back. I'd love to make sure that my son is knowledgeable, taken care of. I'd love to make sure that my parents are still taken care of. But if you if you boil it down to what will I be doing, what exactly will my life look like, I have no idea. I just hope that I'm happy and I'm making others happy. And whatever form that comes is whatever it comes. Um, And I try not to control life that much, but just
0: let it happen. Hey, that's not a bad thing. And I appreciate your answer. And I knew there was something different about you. I knew maybe it was just the Florida thing. I don't know. One <laughs>
1: percent 1%, 1% entrepreneur.
0: Yeah. I'm just messing with you. No, we love the Florida. Oh, people. yeah, definitely Florida. Yeah, definitely Florida.
1: There's, that's, that's what's off with
0: me. That's what's off with you, man. You, you, you Google, some of you guys may be Googling on. You give a Floridian and, uh, say money, Flor- it's Florida, Florida right? man does this. It's probably dance. So. I am definitely.
1: We, so we actually, when I was a kid, we would uh, we would uh, play with alligators. We would play grab the alligator tail. You, yeah, it's that's whole, crazy. That's My a,
0: mom actually, whenever she was a kid, she had a uh, her family was in Florida, and so she actually about got ate by she was like a toddler about got ate by an alligator. A whole different story, but you guys are living dangerously, man. I wouldn't be doing that stuff.
1: Yeah, <laughs> alligators are actually pretty docile. You 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 just they're not that aggressive compared to like a crocodile. Now a crocodile you do not want to mess with. You need to right. run.
0: anyway, we'll have another segment one day where uh, we'll bring in Dan to give you guys some lessons on animals of Florida. So make sure you tune in. (laughs) Love it. Well, thanks, uh, Dan. Really, thanks you, man, for coming on here. I really appreciate you sharing your knowledge just on sales. And listen, I I really do encourage everybody that's watching this or listening, go follow Dan, go check out um, closeddeals.com if you need help in your sales force, in your business. Um, I'm sure that he has a YouTube, the Instagram, he's everywhere. This guy literally is dropping content daily. So go in there, plug in somehow, whether it's through the book, he mentioned the flip book, whether it's through actually using his sales um, you know, program and services, or is just connecting online. So Dan, I just want to thank you again, my friend for coming on here and sharing your knowledge and wisdom, but um, we really appreciate you.
1: Hey, bro. Thank you so much. And I hope to do it again soon.
0: Anytime. Well, guys, just remember, we host these every single week. Million Dollar Secrets podcasts are just for you. And I'm going to be honest, we bring on people just like Dan. And we bring on some people that are totally different from Dan because we want you guys to see how people are finding success in entrepreneurship and business and the multiple different facets. There's Listen, entrepreneurship, there's not one single way to making money. There's many different ways, but we want to show you and reveal some of the top secrets of Elite. So thank you for tuning in. We'll see you right here next week. God bless you guys.